Hi everyone, welcome back. My name is Alicia Renice and I'm so happy that you are here. I did a video previously called the 3K Q&A where I asked you to ask me questions and I answered them to the best of my ability. And one of the questions that came up was about making content for black women. And I decided that I wanted to make a separate video talking specifically about that because I get a lot of questions about why I create for black women. I get a lot of questions about why my videos are titled X, Y, and Z for black women. Why black women? Blah, blah, blah. Black women, etc. And some people really are just curious as to why, you know, I do that. Um, or they're well wishing when they say, well, you know, I'm not black and I appreciate this content. And to you, I say, thank you. I appreciate you too. But there are also some people who are trolls who have uh, dragged me so to speak, for speaking directly to Black women and not Black men or not people in general. And I kind of wanted to address that here. And I have some notes in my notebook so I can stay on a task because I really thought about this. Like, why do I create for Black women? And yeah, so I'm going to answer that question here. So why do I create content, music, photographs, art for Black women, podcasts for Black women? I have a podcast called The Love Letter Project which is affirmations, love letters, and songs, like audio versions of my videos. Um, that's a podcast that I created. And I have a podcast called Black Girl Creative, speaking directly to creative Black women. And yeah, a lot of my things are geared towards Black women. The photo projects I have going on right now are currently focused on Black women. And I can understand why people are like, why are you so focused on Black women? Well, number one, I am a Black woman. Um, if you couldn't tell, um, I'm a Black woman, obviously. And, you know, that is my experience. My life experience is literally through the lens of a Black woman. So even when I'm not intentionally creating specifically for Black women, my my point of view is coming from a Black woman's point of view and this Black woman's point of view. Because what I want to be clear about is I do not represent all Black women. I do not represent all Black women. There are privileges that I have that some Black women do not have. There are privileges, I don't know why I can't say the word. There are privileges that other Black women have that I do not have. There are experiences that other Black women have that I do not have. But I'm speaking from my specific experience. And if people resonate with that, wonderful. And some Black women don't. Some Black women don't agree with what I'm saying. Some push back on what I'm saying. And then we have to talk about the diaspora, right? I'm an American Black woman. So my experience is going to come from an American Black woman's experience. Um, and that is literally like how I got here through chattel slavery and, you know, the the civil rights movement and all these other things. Like all of that makes up the people who made me. So I'm going to have those perspectives. And so then you have people who come from different places like the islands or from the continent of Africa, like West Africa versus East Africa. Like you have versus South Africa, right? You have all these different experiences of Black women universally. And so my experience is just my experience. I'll make sure I'm on, I'm on topic so I have the notes. Um, so yeah, no, I don't embody every Black woman's experience, but my experience is what I'm speaking from because that's the only experience I know. So for one, the reason why I create for Black women is because I am a Black woman and I'm speaking directly to Black women like me or Black women who can resonate with what I'm saying. Okay. So um, yeah, the second reason why I create for Black women is because the world is full of critiques for Black women. The world is so noisy with telling Black women who they can be, what they can do, where they can go, how they should dress, how they should show up. I had someone comment about you know my hair being short, saying I wanted to look like a man. There are so many things that Black women have to go through that the rest of the world does not understand or experience. 
And there is a privilege that comes along with that. And so I wanted my channel to be a love letter to Black women. That's what I want my channel to be. Through music, through photography, through interviews with other women, through, you know, just talking through the things that I've worked through, through my pain, my joys, my experiences, sharing my experiences, my travels. I wanted it to be a soft and safe place for Black women because there are not a lot of safe and soft places for Black women on the internet and in the world. There are numerous men, numerous Black men specifically, becoming wealthy off of the backs of Black women by talking down to them, by telling them they're not nothing, by calling them low value, whatever the heck that means, right? Like the world is so noisy and the world profits from Black women feeling down about themselves. And I feel very passionately about that. And I will not apologize for this being a safe place for Black women, for this being content spoken directly to Black women. Because I know what it feels like to go out into the world where you feel invisible, or you feel like you have to represent all Black women. Going to a PWI, a predominantly white institution for college, there have been instances where I've been in class and they're talking about Black issues or, you know, Black history. And I'm the only Black person in the room. And they look at me and ask me questions when the professor is supposed to be teaching the class, right? Like, and I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm paying a good coin for you to teach me and you're asking me questions, right? It's because they didn't have to know. They didn't have to understand. They didn't have to know what Black folks go through or what it's like to have that knowledge as a Black person. It's one thing when you read about something happening. It's another thing when it's a lived experience. Like, there there are even some folks who can dip in and out of Blackness. You know, you see white women constantly being praised for taking our culture, our looks, you know, our lingo, our AAVE, and profiting off that thing. And they're able to dip in and out of Blackness. They're able to go from whiteness to Blackness. This is a Blackness that I cannot dip in and out of. When I'm walking down the street, someone knows that I'm a Black woman. They might think I'm a man, (laughs) but they know that I'm Black. You know what I'm saying? So the whole point is like, the world is constantly telling Black women that they are not enough, that they are not enough, but we want, we love your Blackness, but we don't love you. And so I want this place to be a safe and loving and safe, uh, soft place, excuse me, for Black women. Yeah. And why, why would you be against that? Um, so yeah, I want Black women to feel really seen here and valued in every kind of Black woman. The Black woman in the boardroom, the stay-at-home mom, like the girl down the street, you know what I'm saying? Like the person with the degree, the person who has her own business, whoever. Like I want all Black women to feel seen and enough, okay? So the third reason why I create for Black women is that being a Black woman is inflammatory, meaning it shows me based on the comments that I see, people are really upset. And, I, and it really is, it's really confusing to me. It's not, but it is. It's really confusing to me why Black women speaking to Black women is so problematic for so many people. I don't understand. There are other places that exist for Black men. There are other places that exist exist for white people in general. There are other p- places that exist for white women, right? Like, and that's okay. But if I were to carve out a space where I talk to Black women, it's a problem. And the thing is, 
people are so used to Black women making room for everybody else, for everybody else's problems, everybody else's issues. And, you know, forget what we're trying to do over here. It's like, no, you got to include me on this. And it's like, why? I feel like Black people in general have been pressured to do this. No other, like, no other subgroup in this nation is required to include everybody else in their things. Like, and it's really in, in the privilege shows when people come on, especially Black women's channels or content or whatever, and demands that they create content for them. You don't go anywhere else demanding that you, that you make space for me. Like, and, and it's interesting because as a Black woman, I know that I'm going to be left out of spaces. I don't fight for those spaces. And I also know that other spaces are not for me. And that's okay. There are other spaces that are not for me. Specifically, there could be a tribe or, um, you know, a nation that they have their rituals and their practices. And I'm not walking into the joint talking about some make room for me. It's not for me. And it's not that they're keeping me out, right? It's that that's their sacred, that's their sacred culture. That's theirs. And that's okay. Like, I'm, I don't feel any kind of way because I'm not included because it's not meant for me. And I think that a lot of people... A lot of people, because of because of the history of Black women in this country, being everything for everybody else, taking care of everybody else's home, not being able to take care of their own, take raising other people's children, like people see Black women as a mule, as a means to as a means to uh, a means to an end. They see Black women as what am I trying to say? They see Black women as the thing to use to get me to so I benefit, and it is revolutionary that Black women are like, nah. This is for me and my people. This is for us, by us, and that's fine. And I don't want to include you. I don't want to include you. And the thing is, even with my channel, all are welcome. I have men comment on this channel. Um, people who are Latina comment on this channel or Latino comment on this channel. People from different countries comment on this channel. Men, Black men, and they're respectful. They don't demand that I speak directly to them because even... Even as I create this content for Black women, you can be a guest here. It is okay. I'm not telling you you can't be here, but don't demand that I cater to you because this channel was not meant to cater to you. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm trying to be careful with how I'm saying it and make sure what I'm saying is what I mean. Because yes, you can come. It's fine. You can glean from whatever I share. You can, you can play the songs. You can share with your friends. And that doesn't require you to require me to make content specifically for you or to broaden um, or to broaden my intended audience, if that makes sense. So there are other things that weren't created for me and I listen to it. It's helpful. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't make a fuss because I don't need them to say, Alicia, I need, this is for you too, to get the information or to be inspired or encouraged. Um, yeah. Entitlement. That's the word I wrote down. Um, People feel entitled to everything black and woman. People feel entitled to women's bodies. They feel entitled to their, to the access of black women, to the work of black women, to the money of black women, to the resources, to our language, to our hair, to our looks, like to our culture. People feel really entitled to that thing. Turning AAVE into internet slang. It's a dilution, like it's, it's diluted. It's a diluted version of black culture. And now everybody feels like they have claim to it. No, no, you don't. You, you don't get to do that. And if you do, I'm calling you out on it. And that's okay. Like, and the thing is for people who are well-wishing, this shouldn't be offensive. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's common sense. It's common courtesy. 
It's whatever. Everyone is welcome here. Let me be clear. Everyone is welcome here. But yes, my intended audience is Black women because I am a Black woman. And there are so many other spaces where Black women are left out of constantly. But the moment that we decide to make something for ourselves, it's an issue. It's an issue. And I'm, and I'm speaking passionately because I mean what I say. And I hope that in, as a Black woman, I have to consider that I sound angry or I sound, I sound bitter or, you know, people are going to call me reverse racist, which is not a thing. Like, And these are privileges that you as a you know, other person as not a black woman don't have to think about. I'm not going to apologize for being passionate about this because, because I keep seeing this happening and it's like, no, you don't get to do that. You don't get to do that. Um, so yes. And, and for the people that aren't black women, I welcome you to share your experiences. I love hearing about that. You know, like I love it, but I had to tell a black man recently, um, that cause he was like, do black women think they're not black like black men? And no, I don't. I think we have two different experiences. I think our experiences are similar. That's a whole other conversation for a different day. But um, no, we're not the same. And that's okay, right? Like that's fine. <laughs> but also as a black man, you have privileges that I do not have. You have access that I could never have access to. And with that, I'm doing the best I can with what I have. And for you to demand more from me is unfair because you have more access than I do. That doesn't even make any sense. <laughs> so anyway, like I was saying, even the people who are not Black women, I welcome you to share your experiences. I welcome you to engage. Please don't, you know, feel ran off because of this video. But I have to address the trolls because it's getting ridiculous. Okay, the next reason <laughs> that I create Black, that I create art, content, music for Black women. Um, whiteness permeates everything. And I don't mean white people, obviously. I mean Western white culture. It permeates everything. It is saturated in everything, everything. It is refreshing to see um, Black women talk about the things that I'm going through. It is refreshing to see Black women talk about the music space or to talk about, you know, anything, health, to talk about eating well, to to talk about like, you know, learning from, you know, mothers. So, you know, if and when I have kids, I know what to expect, to know how to advocate for myself. Because did you know that Black women, sadly, are dying at high rates, giving birth, higher than anybody else. Like these, again, things you don't have to think about. Um, learning from them. Um, it's refreshing to see that because a lot of spaces are very white. They're very white. And to have access to these spaces requires a lot of us to have to shave off parts of ourselves to be accepted in this place, to be to be loved in this place or to be welcomed. And sometimes to have a seat at the table, so to speak. And sometimes when we get that seat at the table, they still look at us, you know, uh, they still look at us like, they still look at us nastily. They still look at us in a condemning way, in a judgmental way, in an angry way. They don't even want us to be there, but they have to fill their quota of being inclusive. And I don't want to just be included. I want to be respected. You know what I'm saying? I want to be loved, valued. And sometimes I can only find that space with other Black women who get it, with other Black women who understand. And even within Black women, right? We have to talk about classism and elitism, elitism within the Black community, colorism, texturism. There's so many, so many different issues within the Black community that like we have to address too about being inclusive. But like to be, I've literally given up trying to get a seat at the table because it's not worth it to me. It's exhausting. <laughs> it's exhausting. And then to have someone come over here and tell me that I have to make space for them too is like, no, <laughs> no, you didn't want to keep me in your thing. And now when I make want to make my own thing, it's an issue. No. <laughs> um, yeah. 
So again, I am very anti- I'm very anti-whiteness that whitewashes everything and everyone's experiences and flattens the human experience um, that occupies space, you know, and leaves no room for anyone else. And I feel like it's just Western culture. Like, it's just very Westernized. Like, you have to look a certain way, show up a certain way, dress a certain way to be respected, to be valued, to be loved. Um, Yeah. So the next reason (laughs) why I create for Black women is because y'all have enough stuff. (laughs) Y'all have enough stuff. Like everything is for you. Everything is for you. It's almost like a child who has like all the toys and this one kid has this one toy that this child wants. And they're like, no, that has to be mine too. No, it doesn't. And you also don't have to conquer everything to benefit from it. You know, you could just be a guest. You could just sit there and enjoy it. You know what I'm saying? Privilege is when you don't even recognize the fact that we need spaces like this. Like, because you're so revered and welcome in every space. And then when you feel like you're throwing a tantrum because because it's not necessarily meant specifically for you and you can't even value it or see the beauty in it unless you are included, that is privilege. That's a problem. That's a problem. That's a problem. Um, and again, as a black woman, I know everything is not for me and that's okay with me. Even if Even if it is not for me because of bad intentions, right? Or bad politics or bad beliefs or bad morals, I'm okay. I'm not going to fight you to, I'm not going to fight for a seat at your table. I don't want your table. Nah. Like if I got to fight for that thing, no, no, I'm going to create my own table. And that's essentially what I'm doing here is creating my own table. And all are welcome. Like I said, we can all eat. We can all eat. Um, Another reason, I don't even know what number I'm on, but I see color. I know a lot of, and this is kind of like an aside, but kind of not. A lot of people who mean well say that they don't see color, that color doesn't exist, right? And for me, that's problematic <laughs> because color definitely exists. And along with that color usually comes culture. So when you're saying that color does not exist, you're erasing the culture of the people of that color, color or creed or race or ethnicity, however you want to, however you want to, you know, group people into, into different like groups. Um, and for black with a capital B, black culture is literally like birthed out of, you know, of course, being enslaved, of course, our struggles in this country, but also coming from the continent of Africa. Like I know a lot of people think, and and I agree, no, let me not get, get into a tangent, but our culture is made up of our experiences. And if you say that you don't see color, then you don't see me. You don't see my experience. You don't see um, what my ancestors have to go had to go through. You don't see what I have to go through on a daily basis. And how can you be an ally or how can you be a friend if you don't understand like, me. If you don't, under, how can you say you love me and you don't understand my experiences? And the thing is, like, nothing is wrong with seeing color. There's no problem with it. Nothing is wrong with seeing different cultural groups. There's nothing wrong with that. Different ethnicities. There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. But we have to, we have to recognize with, with, I feel like the only way that we can get equity, the only way that we can get, um, um, yeah, equity is if we acknowledge those different colors. If we don't, if we acknowledge those different groups. Because you saying, well, you know, it's not just a black thing. It's, it's, um, it's, it's universal. It's not. My experience is not universal. My experience is not even universal as a black woman for every black woman. That's, it's impossible. My experience is not universal. And understand that even though we might be experiencing the same things, there might be different things behind the things we experience. For example, um, and different, and different experiences within that experience. I talked about the wage gap on one of the previous videos I did about the American, about the American dream. And, you know, for, I think for every dollar 
white women get like 79 cents, black women get 63. So you have to see color because there is a difference. Like we're both struggling, but we're struggling differently. Okay. Um, just like as a black woman living in a wealthy neighborhood, her experience might be very different than that of someone living in poverty. And while they are both black women, I have to see class because class affects their, the way that they show up in life, the way that they move through life. Right. So, so yeah, um, I see color and that's okay. And the answer to racism is not indifference. The answer to racism is not, um, you know, being, choosing to be blind, willfully, willfully blind. It's acknowledging the differences. And like, you can, you can hear my experience without it being offensive to you. Cause I'm not talking about you unless you're doing that thing that I'm talking about. Right. Like there are a lot, there are white friends that I have that are allies and they, they hear me, they hear me and they don't, they don't insert themselves where they don't need to insert themselves. And I appreciate that about them. Like they just listen and like, wow. Or, and they listen and they learn and they say, while I can't understand that, I empathize with you. And I, and that's it. That's it. I appreciate that. Right. Because I'm not looking for them to save me. I'm not looking for them to understand because they couldn't possibly understand. You know what I'm saying? Um, so anyway, (laughs) um, I see culture, I see color and I think that we should just respect it. I feel like it's that simple. Um, (laughs) yeah. Uh, do and so so in the previous video I did about the Q and A, somebody asked me, "Am I concerned about um, marketing? Like, if I if I label myself black women, do I reach? I don't I don't reach a broad as as broad of an audience if I just made it for people in general. And every video I make is not necessarily for black women, like specifically. But my intention, even if it's not in the title, it is for black women and by black women. So you know what I'm saying. So the question was about marketing and if this one affects. Oh, if it affects the marketing of my video and my content and my art and um, like, would I get more people if I just made it general? And the answer is probably yes. It's probably yes. I don't know, but maybe not. Cause if I'm talking to everybody, I'm not talking to anybody. Um, so there's that, but I'm okay with that. I'm all right with that. I'm, I'm okay with, you know, building an audience, a community of black women and others, friends, black women and friends, you know, excuse me, who get it? Who get it? I have anxiety around blowing up because what comes with it is what's what's been coming is trolls. People who are just cowards and who are foolish and who are cruel and mean. I don't mind people asking questions who really want to know, who are really just ignorant. Like, that's fine. We can have a dialogue. We can have a discussion. We can disagree on things. But when you start becoming disrespectful, like now I'm irritated, right? So the place, the soft and safe place that I created now is attracting people and trolls. And the thing is, the the reason why is because the word black woman is inflammatory to so many people, including black men, including black men. They hate to see black women winning. They hate to see black women happy and flourishing and stress-free. Y'all, people are so... People are so used to seeing Black women struggle that when they see them happy and thriving, it's problematic for them, to them. It's not problematic to me. <laughs> but like to them, they're looking like, oh, you like even the video I did about Black women deserve an easy life, right? Black men do too. Okay, they make that video, right? Like, but I'm, t- I'm talking about Black women and I'm talking about Black women from the perspective of seeing so many Black women in my life struggle and die and get sick and be un like, and not be celebrated like they should and, and be un, um, 
what's the word? I can't even think of the word right now, but basically be disrespected, right? I've seen so many black women in my life do that, that I said, you know what? I'm not doing that anymore because the truth is black women have given so much of themselves and it's like, it's not appreciated. Unappreciated. That's what I was looking for. It's not appreciated. It's not because all people do is demand more. It's never enough. Being a black woman is never enough. And when women make that decision to be like, I've had enough, I'm out. That is revolutionary. It's revolutionary. And that's why the world is in a panic. The world is in an uproar. You know, I'm exaggerating, obviously. It's hyperbole. But like the world is in an uproar because black women decide to live luxury, because black women decide to, you know, be expats, because black women decide to be child free, because black women decide not to get married. Like it's, this is so silly. This is so silly. It's, it's like, it's like the world runs off of black women being down on herself, having low self-esteem. And the truth is it's, it's true, right? Like we look at commercials, commercials are literally telling you you're not enough Buy this thing. So you are enough. And there's so many advertisements and so many messages out there to black women telling them that they will never be enough, that they are never enough, never enough. When you're growing up, my, my, my black girl girlhood has informed my black womanhood, right? Growing up and men not being able to control themselves and cover and having to cover up because men don't have self-control and they're disgusting and sick. Like the shame that black women carry is very, is a shame is a very intimate experience as a black woman because you're blamed for everything. Everything you do is shameful. Wearing your hair out in a fro is shameful. Having locks is shameful. Wearing a bonnet is shameful. Getting a perm is shameful. Wearing a wig is shameful. You can't win. You can't win. And um, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't worry about the marketing because I believe that the right people will see this in, in, in due time. I believe that because I feel like what I'm saying isn't just me just like, blowing hot air, right? Like it's, it's coming from my heart. And I hope that people see this and understand why people are making content for black women, because we have been underserved. We have been overlooked. We have been overused, overworked, disrespected, not appreciated for hundreds of years in this country. And if you're talking globally, more than that, more than that. So I don't know. I don't know why it is so, I don't know why it is so angering to see black women talking to black women or to see black women taking care of themselves or loving themselves or prioritizing themselves. But I think it has a lot to do with the history of this country and and the way that we look at and the way that we're taught to look at black women, black women, even some of this rhetoric I'm hearing about, and I'll probably get a lot of trolls for this, whatever. A lot of this rhetoric I'm hearing about, um, like black men, like feminism took black women out the home. When were black women in the home? I, unless you were wealthy and well-to-do and well-off. When I look at my censuses of my ancestors, they were all doing housework. This brainwashing that has happened, it's like, what is happening? My ancestors were keeping house, keeping house. That's all I see, keeping house, keeping house. And all them kids they had at home, they could not raise by themselves. They could not raise their own kids because they're raising other people's kids. But you tell them black women that like, it's, it's absurd. Um, going back to my notes. Yes. Some, okay. So the question was, is it 
isn't restricting when I talk specifically to Black women. It is freeing. It is freeing because I'm able to vocally express everything I have felt when I didn't have the vocabulary for it, when I didn't have the language, when I didn't really understand what was happening. I didn't really understand what shame was. And now that I can name it, I can free myself of it. And I can't do that if I'm just... If I'm like, oh, well, I got to worry about what other people say and I got to worry about talking to everybody. And the, the truth is, even in life in general, everybody's not going to get what you're talking about. Everybody's not going to understand you. Right. And it's not it's not your job to make them understand. It's your job to be yourself. It's your job to love yourself. It's your job to have enough pride in yourself to see yourself as valuable. And I think for me, like I've done so much work. I spent so much time hating myself, like just straight like that. I've spent so much time hating myself that I'm not going back. I'm not going back. And I don't want black women to go back either. And I want to show black women that you can love yourself too. You can learn to love yourself. You can learn, you know, to see yourself as valuable because this world constantly tells black women that they are not valuable unless they look like, sound like, act like, show up like X, Y, and Z. But even then they're still discarded after a while. And if, and the thing is, if I want to have a video with my male friends, which I have done, check out my friend Jordan in this video, like I can do that because it's my channel. And I do do that. But to demand that I include you, that's that's disrespectful. Like, it is revolutionary for Black women to choose themselves. And the thing is, when Black women choose themselves and do well, everybody benefits. Everybody benefits. If Black women are at the bottom and they do well, doesn't that mean that everybody comes up? I'm. Don't you want to see Black women do well? I don't know. Like, or or don't you? Just to share with you some of the comments that I've been getting, um, I kind of expect it now. Like after the first couple of comments that really hurt me, I'm like, I don't know these people. <laughs> I don't know these people. These people are mean and rude and a lot of them are just projecting. So, and I'm going to, you know, not share names because um, anyway, but somebody commented these years, this is not black woman only thing. Be careful. Y'all not boxing yourselves in. Some things are people are a people thing. Everything is not a black thing. Stop it. Um... No, I won't stop, number one. But two, I'm not boxing myself and I'm just sharing my experience. And it's and, and it's interesting to me because if I'm sharing my experience and it and it makes you upset, it should. If if it's something that is wrong, that some somebody has done something wrong to me, right? It should make you upset. But what you upset with me for? <laughs> what you upset with me for for experiencing the trauma? But let's be clear, black people in this country have a very different experience than other people in this country. I'm just gonna leave it there. Black, indigenous, like like anything that's not like white male, there's a very different experience in this country. And we have to acknowledge that truth. It's, it's just true. Like our experiences are very different and that's okay. I mean, it's the experience that we, the trauma that we experience is not okay, but it's okay that we have different experiences and that we're talking about it. This is how you start to fix the problem. But trying to act like we're all starting with the same playing field, that's a lie. That's not true. We're not all on the same playing field. On the previous video I did about the American dream, I talked about like the wage gap again and talking about how black women are not even playing the same game as white men. So why would I try to be or to show up like or to be as, as successful as a black as a white man in the way that they gain success? Because the truth is, a lot of people who are successful out here by, you know, this definition this world's definition of success exploited people. And I'm unwilling to do that. And if that means I have to be less successful than other people, that's fine. That's totally fine with me. Like everybody wants to police black women and tell black women what they can and cannot create. Can y'all just leave us alone? Why just black women and not black women as a whole? Are black women and black men not the black race or do black women think they aren't black men? And to this, I said, 
I cannot speak for all black women because our experiences are not the same universally. But I will say this. I am a black woman. I create content centered around my black woman experience. There are plenty of channels that cater directly to black men. And you can create one for yourself. You know, and I, and I mean that genuinely. Like, if you don't like what people are seeing, there's a quote about art. And it says, if you're cr- critiquing someone's art, go create your own. Go make your own. Like, that's honestly a great place to start creating art. Is like, I don't like that. They should have done this. Okay, then go do it. Like, there are people who want to hear what you want to say. Let's start there, okay? And then it says, what's the problem with me? So I said, what's the problem with me speaking to black to black women? Also, if you watch to the end, I talk about the wage gaps of black women. I won't apologize for speaking directly to or as a black woman. I welcome everyone to watch, respond and enjoy and to take what they need. But yes, this is for black women. It only seems like people have a problem when black women are centered. Why? Black women and black men's experiences are very similar, but they are very different. Respect mine as I respect yours. Thank you so much. And I, you know, you try to keep it kind because those, those were fine, right? Like (laughs) those were fine. Um, but then I have these kind of comments. You're all for black women in air quotes, but you strive to look like a man. Okay. To this point, like I, I just went in kind of low key and I basically said like, you know, the mass, like making, calling black women masculine, that is literally from slavery. And we have black men talking about this, like, oh, black women are masculine. It's like, you're repeating rhetoric from white supremacists. It's very weird. It's very strange. Um, it's very strange. And you, okay. But yes, like, I look like a black, I try to look like a black man because I cut my hair off. What does my hair have to do with my femininity or my womanhood? Like, into the, into his comment, I basically said, no matter what I'm wearing, how I show up, whether I'm in a sweatshirt or, you know, panties, right? Like I'm a woman, I'm a woman. And I'm also not here to be, to be enjoyed by you. I'm not posting on here to be pretty for you. I don't owe you my beauty. You, you, I don't owe you my beauty. Also, I'm married. You know what I'm saying? And like some people, they have open marriages. That's fine. But it's just like, I'm married. I'm not on here for you to look, if I'm making content for black women, anyway, just, (laughs) okay okay like it's I'm not even going to try to rationalize any of this because I'm just going to get a headache but either way the whole point of this video was to really show you one how how mean people can be towards black women and why we need spaces like this why we need spaces like this that man just said I look masculine like and wouldn't even listen to anything about the video like black women's bodies have been torn apart for hundreds of years. Black women's bodies have been used for breeding, used for um, literal like wealth, for the wealth of other people. And today has not changed. A black woman's body is still being used for wealth. You got men on these channels talking for hours about black women's bodies, making millions of dollars. Let that sink in. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed. And so, no, I will not apologize for speaking directly to Black women because our experience is very unique. It's very different. And like I said, all are welcome here. I invite you to stay. I invite you to comment. I invite you to engage, to ask the questions. If you don't know, ask them, right? But ask them tactfully. Don't come in here strong arming me and telling me that that I have to make room for you because that's not true. I don't but I choose to. 
And you are a guest and you're welcome. You don't come into somebody's house knocking everything over, telling them to make room for you. This is my, this is, this is my home. You know what I'm saying? Like have some respect for it. So anyway, um, I hope this answers any questions that people might have like, oh, why are you focusing, focusing specifically on black women? Our experiences are just different. And I'm speaking and, and I am a black woman. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it's like to be a white woman. I don't know what it's like to be um, a woman from a different country. I don't I don't know. This is this is my experience. And and even talking to other people, I might have them come on the channel and they might have a different cultural background than me. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to tell them that they have to make room for me. Does that make sense? I might even have men on here. And like I said, I have. But like, these are men who are respectful, who understand, who empathize, who are actually allies and doing the work to right the wrongs. Okay, because not not everybody can have access to me in general, like in everyday life beyond YouTube or podcasting or I'm a real person. You know what I'm saying? Like everybody doesn't deserve access to me. And that's something I had to learn. That is something I had to learn. I thought I had to be everything for everybody. And I think that is the lie of America, of the westernized culture, like women in general, but black women specifically have to be everything for everybody. No, no, I don't. No, I don't. And a lot of times black women are picking up the slack for what's been happening in our community. I'm just going to be honest. Black women are picking up the slack. Black women are getting sick. We're number one for heart disease, cancers, like all the things because we are stressed out from doing way too much for far too long. So... I don't even know how to end this video, but if you would like to watch the Q&A video <laughs> where I answer other questions about depression, about being a black woman, about, about RVing, about um, what, about creating content, about making music, about all the things, check out the last video I did on um, the 3K Q&A. And hopefully you're still with me. Hopefully you heard my heart in that, even though I'm speaking passionately and unapologetically, I still welcome you to be here. I am happy that you are here and I will see you all in the next one. Bye.